This is a 980 CKNW podcast. It is that time of the morning where we check in with Claire Newell, get some great travel advice and some travel deals. Good morning, Claire. Good morning. How are you this morning? I am very well. How are you? I'm really good. I'm actually scrambling because I wanted to um, share what I would say is, I'm going to say a deal of a year because we have waited a year for this to come out. And I sent it to you as one of the last deals. And I'm going to talk about it first, if that's okay with you. Of course. Um, And this is because we had two sailings uh, on what we call world cruises. And the first one is essentially gone except for a couple of categories. So the one that I'm going to give you is a few days later than the original one. But this is a world cruise. It's a 30-night trip. And it is going from Barcelona to Singapore. So you get to see Spain and then Italy, Greece. And then you go out of the Med through the Suez Canal and you visit Jordan, which is on my bucket list, uh, the United Arab Emirates. So you will see Dubai and then head to Oman, hit some stops in India, then Malaysia, ending in Singapore. It's an outstanding itinerary. And you can imagine if you had to buy the tickets, Jill, to, all, to see all of those countries. Like it's insane, right? Yeah. So this is leaving on April the 17th. And it's a package that includes the airfare, 30 nights aboard a new ship called the Spectrum of the Seas by Royal Caribbean. You get a, um, the transfers included as well, including tax. It's $5,097. So all your meals your entertainment, the flight, accommodation, all is included. Of course, you're going to do excursions. You're going to India, so you're going to have to get a visa. But this is normally 20000 plus. It's an absolute steal. It's probably going to stick around for less than a week. So if anyone's listening, this is one of those things where, you know, I, I look at deals all day, every day, and have for 25 years. This is a smoking deal. <laughs> You're right, because it might sound like a lot to say $5,000, but when you look at the itinerary and what you get for that, that's amazing. Right. And I know um, if you had to do, say, flights to Italy, come back home, and then to India, you're looking at five grand. Right? <laughs> like, so this is a really cool itinerary. Anyway, you know, it is the time of the year. A lot of families are their kids are getting out of school very, very shortly. And what I wanted to do was talk a little bit about um, – kids safety in flight and this is something that i mean a lot of a lot of us don't i didn't for sure think about i know i didn't think about it as much when my kids were little and boarding a plane i mean that was 19 years ago my daughter's 19 my my son is 16 um but the first thing on my list what was something that i i did think about and it was hard because you know when you get kids that are under two and they get to sit on your lap for free mm-hmm. it it really is such an advantage, and it's so good, right? But if you can, for your own comfort and for your child's safety, if they're, if, especially if it's a long-haul flight, you may want to purchase a seat for even infants. It's, it's definitely something to consider. I don't know if you've ever felt turbulence, but holding on to your phone, let alone a child, is 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 pretty tough. And I've been on some pretty bumpy flights. So that's the reason that um, FAA recommends that you should consider 
at least consider getting a separate uh, seat for your child. The other thing is to make sure that you have an FAA-approved child seat for each child that's under 40 pounds. It's, you know, we think about this going on cars, in cars every single day, but you need to make sure of this for planes as well. Um, There are, the FAA does recommend rear-facing child seats for kids. So forward seats, if they're 20 to 40 pounds, under 20 pounds, just like in your car, you flip them around and then um, you want to take that with you. It's so cumbersome, I know, but there's a lot of cool little gadgets they have these days to take those car seats and roll them through the airport with your kid in them and then put them on board. So take a look at those as well. Here's another one a lot of people haven't thought of, Jill, but make sure your kids are in the window seats. And this one sounds, um, it's so smart when you actually think about it, but you don't want to be put, they obviously can't go in an exit row. They're not old enough to make sure that they can take care of that. They can go in the bulkhead seats, um, but the reason that FAA is advising that kids are put in the window seat is that if you've ever been on a bumpy flight and you've seen the overhead bins open, if they hit an adult, like a flying bag, it's not going to hurt us as much. But if there's, you know, bags, laptops, and other gear falling out of those bins during turbulence, turbulence, they can really injure a little one, especially if they're really, really little. So make sure your kids get that window seat. All right, that's um, good advice. And also for, for kids reaching out, too, in the aisle seat. I mean, adults, you get the elbow bumped from time to time, but kids as well very could be reaching out constantly. Yeah, and those service carts are 200 pounds, the ones that are loaded with all the drinks and things. So you can't, it's hard. Not, you, not that you can't control your kids. We, we all try to control our kids on flights, but you can't control them all the time. And if you're resting or reading and you don't notice your kid's arm is sitting out there or their feet are dangling over the, the, um, the armrest, you're right. And there's hot liquids, all that kind of thing. Um, okay, keeping your kids in control. You really should try to keep your kids with a seatbelt on. I, I don't take my seatbelt off in flight, even when I'm going on a long haul flight and I'm trying to get some sleep. I know that there are some people who try to get more comfortable with their seatbelt off. I advise everybody, including your little, little ones, to make sure that they are restrained at all times. Restrained sounds terrible. But, um, they're belted. <laughs> um, and that's because of the unexpected turbulence. Um, And I know it's so hard on a flight, but it's important. So that's why I always make sure that you make sure you bring enough entertainment for your kids, because that's going to go a long way. Especially I know so many families now that are taking quite young kids over to Europe, even at best. That is a eight and a half hour flight to London, which, you know, gets you over there. It's a long time. It's a long time for me, let alone little kids. So make sure you bring safe toys. So not ones that are sharp, not ones that are heavy, things that you can put away when you're not using them because they too can act like little weapons when they're on a flight, like flying around if there's turbulence. So you want to look for some particularly soft, but also some new things that your kids can enjoy for at least an hour or at least 10 minutes. I know my kids when they were little had the attention spans and sparrows. So that's really important. Some good healthy snacks that they like that you don't normally 
pull out may be something to also consider and have in your arsenal, as I call it, because moms and dads need that when they're, when they're packing. And one of the biggest pet peeves, and you and I have talked about this on the segment, one of the biggest pet peeves for people, whether they're flight attendants or whether they're other people on a flight, is people not supervising their kids. And because they're distracted, maybe they're sleeping, whatever it may be, the moms and dads are not paying attention to the kick, kicking kid, like kicking the seat in front of them, throwing things, running around if they're you know a little bit older. It's annoying. And so if you can, make sure you have at least one parent, even on a long haul flight, awake and, and just having an eyeball on the kids. All right. That is a good advice, definitely. Uh, let's get to some other deals for people. Yeah. Okay. There's. There are so many. I I am going to talk about another cruise. I know it just must be the season for it. So we here in Vancouver are so lucky because we've got all of these beautiful cruise ships. If you've been down to um, the water lately and you've you've seen Canada Place, you know what I'm talking about. They're gorgeous. There are often these seven-night round-trip Vancouver sailings that are out there. What we don't often see sales on are the ones that are going one way and then you have to buy the air. And it's usually that airfare that's so expensive. However, sometimes we get those one ways up and down that we can do back to back, which lets you go all the way up to Anchorage, Alaska. So you see Ketchikan, Juneau, Skagway, plus Glacier Bay, College Fjord and Hubbard Glacier. I've got three dates where there are 14 night Alaska crews round trip Vancouver. So there's no air but you are going all the way up, all the way back. July the 14th, 28th, and August 4th. So these are peak season dates. These are just ones where people at the last minute didn't want to put down their final payment and there's become space available. 12-11, so $1,211, tax of 518, so $1,729 all in for a 14-night round-trip Vancouver, Alaska cruise. So super goodbye. Yeah. Okay, the next one I've got is Honolulu. Um, we've been talking a little bit of each week, whether it's Kauai or the Big Island or Maui, where there's been deals. This week, I'm going to give you one to Honolulu. This is for October the 8th through until the 24th. So if you know you can get some time off, this is a really good buy. So this is your airfare and seven-night hotel in Honolulu. If you haven't been there for years, it has totally changed. International marketplace is no longer a thatched little roof, and there's still there's so much to see. Still, um, you know, lots of dining, and it, it's a great place to visit if you haven't. If you've done Maui or some of the other islands, this is seven hundred and sixty nine dollars, taxes of two twenty eight, so nine ninety seven, under a grand for air and a week's hotel in October. Really good buy. Yeah. Do we have time for one more? Sure. Okay, the last one I'm going to give you is a long stay. So any snowbirds listening, this is probably the hottest one because Greece is the hottest country in Europe at the moment. This is one that is um, a long stay vacation, staying in a little coastal town about 35 minutes outside of Athens. So you can see all the antiquities. You want to go and see the Parthenon. You want to see all of that in the Acropolis, but you want to get the heck out of Dodge because it's really, really chaotic and quite busy. But October 6th, the crowds are gone, weather's still good, your air and 19 nights hotel, your breakfast every day is included, and the transfers, 19.99, taxes of 6.30, so that works out to 26.29 per person, all in for almost three weeks in Greece. 
All right. It's a good deal uh, as well. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at CKNW.com, the Radio Player Canada app. Tune in Amazon Alexa HD radio at 101.1 FM HD2 and on the AM dial 980 CKNW.